0: My name is Willows.
1: And my name is Tyler.
0: And uh, welcome to uh, Alcohol Beyond This Point. This is episode 17. Uh, this is the uh, business podcast, it says it on the board, where we uh, we get drunk and then we compare our sober thoughts to our drunk thoughts and see if they coincide.
1: Um, and contradict each other, which, I mean, s- sometimes. Some, sometimes. We talk drunk enough to kind of know where things are already, but sometimes you get surprised. And you know what? You let your guard down, and you get a little bit funnier, at least in our opinion. So. I don't
0: know what any of that meant. So well, today we're not going to go through it beer by beer, but we have a smorgasbord of craft beer in front of us. Um, I have a few more cans than you do, it looks like. But uh, I have uh, the only one I'm going to highlight, because it's weird, is a banana brand beer by Eagle Brewery. Um... I don't know where they're out of. Hold on. Um, Bedford United Kingdom. And it's a banana bread beer. I've had, I think this before. But I've had it in a bottle. It must be the same company, right? There's not fucking two (laughs) companies making banana bread beer. Um, I don't think it was good. But (laughs) I think it was a good meme. And you know... you have a king You know your boy, all about the memes... Uh, but yeah, we got a we got a bunch of craft beer from different local breweries, some some non-local breweries, and uh, let's uh, let's crack a couple of cheers, Tyler. We're alive.
1: I'm going for the Ontario White Claw to start. <laughs> to our uh, podcast. and I don't know whatever my birthday in a few hours. It's not your birthday yet. Don't fucking get all like that.
0: Well, I am. <laughs> Already um, am. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's your birthday tomorrow. Yep. Turning 25. Wait, 26? 20, no, 25. 25. So oh. you're you're going to be closer to 50 than you are being born.
1: Yep. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't remember being born, so. I do. I also don't it was re- terrifying. I don't remember being 50.
0: I do. It was terrifying.
1: Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I don't, any people that have talked to are like, yeah, you start feeling it after, you know, when you get into your late twenties.
0: Yeah. You're going to be in your late twenties.
1: Yeah. It's like, Hmm. Yeah. I should have my shit figured out by now, shouldn't I? But I mean, that's also an unfair statement because there's people just leaving college right now and still don't know how to be full blown adults. It's also like, yeah,
0: like you own a business.
1: Like at twenty
0: and, five, and, and I've been, have,
1: I've been an independent adult for like the last nine years. You
0: arguably have a lot more life experience than a lot of people, so. Oh, I absolutely do. Yeah, Which maybe know.
1: adds to the feeling of age.
0: Maybe yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Um, before we jump any deeper, uh, we're gonna do a quick segment we mm-hmm. like to do on this podcast called Shot Caller, where you, the audience, can pick uh, the alcohol, the hard liquor that we take a shot of. Um, today we have a donation from an awesome, charismatic and handsome individual named Willows. This is mine. We're just gonna take a shot. It's uh, Crown Royal whiskey. Um, if you pro- if you if you're drinking whiskey, you probably have heard of Crown Royal, and it's pretty popular. It's the highest selling Canadian whiskey in the states. Um, but what is actually really cool about it is that it's made just an hour north of here in Gimli, Manitoba, yep. um, from yep. all Manitoban grain. Um, we yep. have both, my,
1: my neighbor hauled their grain apparently and he's been in that place was whatever, de- delivered their grain for like 10 years. So yeah, we have both
0: had the opportunity to uh, tour that facility. Uh, they don't do public tours, but, uh, we've been able to finesse our way in, um, to, to, and it's, it's crazy, right? Like they have, they have building sized tanks of of liquor, like like multiple stories, like giant, giant things. So
1: it's pretty cool. When I was in Cleveland, I saw a billboard the size, or sorry, a, I guess painted mural Mm -hmm. of a bottle of crown that was like the entire side of like a 12 story building. And it was just a giant bottle of crown. And I'm like, yeah. "Ah." I guess they like Crown here. What's well,
0: crazy, right? Well, even like uh, Ritz, one of the artists on Strange Music, like Tech Nine's label, has a fucking song called "Crown Royal." Mm. Where he's, just, he's like, that is my favorite alcohol. Like that's it's the, the chorus will be "Crown Royal," like fucking. It's like an advertisement, but um, yeah. So it's just trippy that we grew up, grew up with it. So let's uh, let's take a shot of whiskey, my friend.
1: Plastic shot glasses. That's really smooth. Um, if you're just listening to this and not watching the video, note that um, I just raw dogged that and Willow took a chaser like a pussy. So. Oh, the
0: first shot of the night always gets me.
1: Yeah, it does. This is the Fine Deluxe. <laughs> this is
0: just the standard.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's still really smooth though.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's good whiskey. I just, uh, the first shot. I have a pussy on. Yeah. Just,
1: um, I, I drink a lot of straight liquor. Okay. I, <laughs> I drink a lot of
0: beer and wine.
1: Yeah, no, my my go to is at the end of the night I'll pour myself like two fingers of scotch or cognac or whiskey and just like sip it straight.
0: Yeah, I'm more of a I'm more of a I, I do I do like a good old fashioned. Um but, yeah. but I'm more of a more of a beer and a wine guy. Um I even got like I so. Hey, I mean, back here, if you're watching the video, I have a bubbly, sparkling water. I've been drinking legitimately 24, 500 mil cans of fucking bubbly a week. Um, and I... This is kind of a... So I have a minor alcohol dependency, if that wasn't obvious. <laughs> so there was this one day a few weeks ago. And this would have been a little bit longer than that, because this would have been pre-COVID. But I I had, like, one of my double days where it was like, up at 6am, did an event for eight hours that was like fast paced, like taxing, I get half an hour between and then I have to do another eight hour event. And I was something went wrong. And I was stressed the fuck out. So I had like half an hour to run home. um, And like, you know, eat a fucking make a sandwich and then go back to work. And I was literally like, tense. I was like, stressed out, my heart was beating. And I come home and I fucking open the fridge and I cracked a beer and I just chugged like half of it because it was also like I was, you know, sweating, whatever. And literally as I was drinking it, I felt my, like my shoulders relax and my heart slowed down. And I'm like, oh, that's um, that's physical addiction. I forgot <laughs> um, to drink a beer today. Literally. So but what I've been doing because I've honestly been trying to be healthier um, in the last like, you know, year. Um, I've been drinking, uh, where I would like wake up and drink a beer or I would like have a beer right after work or whatever. I've been drinking like carbonated water. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think it's like tricking my body. Yeah. No, it's in... a,
1: it's a fantastic way to quit like soda and sugar addiction. Too. Yeah.
0: Cause these are zero calorie, zero sugar, zero fat, zero everything. They're just like, they're flavored with natural flavors and they're just
1: water. Right. Yeah. I'm hooked on like. It's been getting better the last two weeks, but, like, caffeine, uh, like, energy drinks, pop, coffee, like, I, I get that throughout the day, yeah. which is arguably worse. Arguably, yeah. I Not arguably. It is worse. <laughs> it is worse than beer. Uh, um, I mean, you don't have all the carbs and stuff like that, but it is definitely... But I think church. there's, like, the
0: same amount of carbs in a can of Coke that
1: there is a can of beer, I'm pretty sure. Probably, I... I mean, it would be easy to fact-check, but I'm not going to. Well, sugar is carbs, right? Yeah. So... It's it's a simple carb. It's a worse carb. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but, yeah, so I've been... I've probably been cutting out, like, a liter of beer a day, um, like, two
1: pints, by just drinking uh, carbonate water instead. Yeah. And so on the flip side, you're drinking more water, which is apparently... They say good for you. They're, they say it's good
0: for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. It's, it's all a
1: the rave these so, days. water. So
0: shit. honestly, like, if you also if you have trouble drinking water, like you just can't make yourself do it. Yeah, flavor. Drink. Yeah, drink some fucking flavored water. Like, yeah. Um. So we're gonna transition. So I wrote on the on the board behind us. If you're watching the video, I wrote episode seventeen. This is a business podcast because I was listening to the last three episodes while I was editing them recently and we were like, they were 95% politics with like no business like twist at all.
1: And like mostly my fault, but also at the same time to my defense um, like name a year that was more exciting or interesting (laughs) to talk about politics. I don't disagree. It's the entire narrative right now, which is also like shitty. And I was thinking about it today while I was just driving in between uh, job sites, and, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I used to consume like no news, and uh, I to the point where too I was much. to the point where I was like completely ignorant of what was going on in the world, like even simple things. Yeah. And now I'm like, I have kind of a routine of like whatever 30, 40 minutes of <laughs> daily news in the morning, and it's a good mix of like European. Uh, I listen to The Economist. I'm starting to listen to Al Jazeera. I listen to uh, Crooked Media, which is like a left. Um, left podcast network and then New York Times, which I'm like, uh, a, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about New York Times. I'm like, they're pretty of, centrist. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where they're fucking up, and I'm like, I don't know if they're just like reporting straight up lies, sure, but they seem pretty centrist and criticize both sides evenly. But I mean, what the fuck do I know? Uh, but yeah, been consuming a lot of media. I'm like, it's. I, I'm not overdoing it but also at the same time I'm like you know what I'm not mind feeding in that space of time that I could because it doesn't affect me anymore I used, yeah. I used to watch it because I like had to pay attention to US politics because you were working in the US and so, like yeah. over borders and whatever yeah. and, like the dollar and the economy and that shit mattered to me yeah. now it like doesn't
0: Um. yeah I know a ton of people that are like I don't fucking pay attention to politics because I can't you know I think both of us find it interesting more than anything
1: yeah, because we want but, to fuck with it when we're older, right? <laughs>
0: but we always say, like, I always ask you, like, do you think the president matters? You're like, no, I does the Prime Minister of Canada matter? No, not really, right? Like, it doesn't really affect our day-to-day lives no matter what. No, not a lot. No. They're going to, well, they're going to fuck around no matter who it is. Yeah. Right? Like, it is what it is. Um, so, that being said, um, I do want to talk about politics right now. <laughs> No, there's this one thing I want to talk about briefly, and then we have a couple business topics we want to transition into, and then we're going to make this episode mostly uh, business. 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 Um So I just want to talk about, uh, what do you think uh, Joe Biden just picked uh, Kamala Harris for his running
1: mate? What do you think about this? So first impressions, like in our group chat, it was like, not good. Yeah. But the more I kind of heard about it, I'm like, okay, so she... Not long ago, like roasted Biden. But, yeah, like, was her a,
0: she was calling him a pedophile and a fucking like senile really, old man and a racist and all this.
1: Like, but when you listen to her actual statements, yeah, you can tell she's actually just like killing it in a debate. Okay. So that's her thing. She got roasted by Tulsi though. Yeah, but she deals it like she handles it well. She can take it. She can take a hard hit laugh it off Mm -hmm. and deal a harder one because she's a she's a prosecutor she's a litigator yeah like she's a fantastic debater Mm -hmm. and she speaks well like she can remember like i mean um this is like kind of one of my strengths which is what we use on the podcast for and you have the same thing where you can remember like a lot of different things like stats and numbers and whatever complicated things about a complicated Mm -hmm. subject and deliver it eloquently yeah Because you can just your mind holds a lot of facts about shit you're interested in. Yeah, Uh, I've listened to her go on like a really long speech about like the state of um, like adolescent um, imprisonment and their you know how often they reoffend about whatever the speech was about. And she's just like dropping stat fact story stat fact story stat story stat story like just flipping back and forth, and it was like. So fluid, Mm. and you know somebody hit her with a question, and she just smacked it down. It's like she's got this talent of speaking Mm. and debating that. Sort of Hitler. People can't. I'm saying (laughs) Biden is not good at that. Yeah, I. I, And neither is Trump. He's kind of a bumbling idiot. He just like will dodge the question, fucking yell louder. See, yeah, Trump's
0: good in the other way. Yeah. With the whole
1: wrong, wrong. Wrong. Yeah, you should. Wrong. Control scenario. <laughs> like, you know, that,
0: that whole thing where he was just like mm-hmm. g- doing that to Clinton. Like, con- yeah, control, like, Kobe- Kobayashi Maru's it. That's yeah. a uh, Star Trek reference ah. for any of you. Uh, I don't really like Star Trek, but the, uh, Kobayashi Maru is like when you, um, there's a test that you always fail in the Starfleet Academy or whatever. So in this in Star Trek, and they ask, and you can never pass it. You you always fail, and that's the that's the test is like you have to deal with a unpassable test. Mm -hmm. And then they ask like Captain Kirk or whatever like how he passed it, and apparently he like hacked it and changed it. They talk about it in suits all the time, where it's like if there's no right answer, like break the wall down. Yeah, that Kobayashi Maru is when you like. basically create a new way to win yeah when a and b don't work you create a c and that's kind of what trump was doing with the debates where it was like okay you can either you know you can debate her back like this way or this way or this way but he just changes
1: it's not a debate anymore now he's just fucking yelling well he's a good negotiator like this is the shit arneo used to always do um if if he didn't like what you were saying he would uh change the subject he would deflect what you're saying, yeah. uh, disregard it, ignore it, or just, like, if you are if you drop, like, a good fact or, like, a, a good point, he would just start, like, attacking you personally. Yeah. And, like, tearing down your ego and, like, insulting your mother, like, whatever. Yeah, like, right. he would just take it deeper so you forgot about what you just <laughs> fucking said because they just went in a different direction, right? It's, like, yeah. it's a really good negotiating tactic. It's just, like, the... Um, it's just, yeah, imagine just... It's a, def, it's a deflection. You're just backhanding that shit out of the space. And you're like, you nope, we're not talking about that. Like, I know you logged it at me. And people feel obligated to respond to questions. Yeah. Trump doesn't give a fuck. No, no. He's like, I'll answer the questions that make so, look good.
0: I don't think you're wrong when you say that... Biden needed someone like Kamala Harris... Yeah. Um, to kind of... Equal him out. Mm-hmm. Like, but... So, I do not like her. I go beyond, like, okay, so, six months ago, three months ago, we were having Black Lives Matter protests and saying, defund the police, Mm -hmm. and he picks a legitimate fucking cop (laughs) to be his running mate.
1: But a person of color, that's...
0: That's a a womanly person of color, but, so, Kamala Harris has put over 1,500 people of color. In prison in her tenure um, for non-violent
1: drug crimes so here's my counter to that comment because I've heard you said it before yeah Um, and this is kind of one of the things that Democratic Party said in her defense Uh, when you're a prosecutor your your job is to win for the state you're you're more your product or your circumstance (laughs) you have virtually no influence over policy I don't buy it she can't be like I'm just not prosecuting these drug offenses because California is insane for drug trafficking. Then don't become
0: a fucking prosecutor. Then, like, I don't know. I I don't I don't buy that. Oh, it's my job. Like, I get pissed off a cop saying the same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just enforcing enforcing a bad law is worse than creating the fucking bad. Law. Especially if you know it's bad and you're fucking... Do you think think
1: it's a police officer's job or a prosecutor's job to selectively prosecute the law? I think if they're
0: moral, yeah. Uh,
1: I think that... I'm pretty sure that's not even legal.
0: I don't give a shit. Neither is smoking marijuana, apparently. Because then she gets on the breakfast club and laughs about how she smoked pot in college. Right. While she's fucking putting people in life prison for fucking possession yeah like yeah so this was one on my list of 30 yeah uh, she uh, I can't I can't pull the details right now but she made, she, I forgot what the I was just reading about this she basically made it so like it was more dangerous for like sex workers to like be solicited like they could also be prosecuted oh right yeah. for like being solicited so, Which is, like, fuck off, right? Yeah. And she championed that bill to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, she fought in the courts and had to go all the way to the Supreme Court because she put a guy in jail. And he's like, hey, I'm innocent. Do some DNA tests on me. It'll prove I'm innocent. She, had to, she fought to keep him in jail all the way to the Supreme Court instead of just doing a fucking... Cost two cents into a DNA swab instead of a fucking 23andMe. Mm-hmm. Um... The Supreme Court said, no, fuck you, do the test. Uh, they did it. He was innocent. Jeez. Like, black man in jail for yep. fucking murder or whatever it was. Yep. Um, she's four private prisons. Um, and when the news came out that uh, Biden selected her, uh, private prison stock fucking skyrocketed. <laughs>
1: um, there's videos. I, someone was sharing them in uh, one of these, like... Also, if you own private prison stock... GG, but fuck you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh, someone shared it in one of my uh, groups of like just anti, like Democrat group. Um, and for the record, I'm a part of anti Republican group too, <laughs> groups as well. Um, but they shared a video of uh, fucking Wall Street execs popping champagne, watching the Kamala Harris being selected. Because <laughs> they, uh, like, you pick them because no- they were worried that he was going to pick someone more, more like Bernie Sanders, like Warren or
1: someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, she's actually, She's establishment. Like, so yes, mm -hmm. but are we talking pros and cons in terms of what we want or pros and cons in terms of, can she win? Can they win? So I think, I think it's a pro. I think it's a pro because they can win because she's actually quite centrist. Yeah. And, um, Trump can't use those things as like strikes against her. Because he can't use law and Drug, order, yeah, 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 he can't use law and order against yeah. Kamala. All you have he, to do the oh, and sh- so like there's all these all these things that he's trying to run his campaign on. She's like, she's actually better at him than So of, that that's that's I think why they chose her. But a
0: lot of left leaning people would argue that that's that's why the Democrat Party is fucked
1: is because they're picking these centrist people that will align with Trump. They're they're doing whatever it takes to win, right? That's their that's yeah. their campaign. Whatever it takes to yeah. win, whoever the fuck is on the front, we don't care. Yeah. Whatever it takes to win because like I was listening to the um, the the DNC yesterday, like some of the speeches.
0: Yeah, it's on today right now as well.
1: Yeah. So what are the speeches of yesterday and they're basically talking about how Whatever it takes, at all costs, we need to sacrifice yeah. everything to win.
0: My team, vote for my team because they're not the other team, is not fucking freedom. Like, but that's,
1: that's the front I of the hate
0: that rhetoric. How did we get here? Honestly. The last thing I'll say about her. How much
1: time do you have?
0: <laughs> the last thing I'll say about her is she also. Um, wow, I'm bleeding. She also. Uh, like, she's. She's. Kamala has put, like, trans women in male prisons oh. and then fought to keep them there even after they've been, like, assaulted and sexually assaulted. Oh, jeez. Um, and that's fucked up, especially for a Democrat. Um, but, like, I was someone... I read this somewhere, that like, all that Trump would have to do is be like, so, Kamala, do you think trans women are women? Yeah. And she'd be like, well, uh... And then lose half of... But Trump's never gonna do that because he doesn't want to answer the really quote. Cool. Because she would just be like, well, do you... Yeah. I and mean, then they're both fucked. But like, if you, Kamala's a lot of her core ideals at her core don't align with the, with any left
1: leaning person. No, she's quite. She's quite. She's I would argue like, she's a kind of right leaning. Center, like, center to right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but she's also liberal on like, um, what are the new Green Deal? She's she's left on so healthcare. She is
0: exactly the opposite of me. Right. Where I am like left socially and right economically. He's yeah, no, exactly she's, the opposite. Yeah she's, Where, yeah. she's like free healthcare, but let's lock up drug offenders. Also, like, here's
1: a great point. I heard this on some other. I think Joe Rogan said this uh, today. He's like, why the fuck are we like one of the richest countries in the world, but we're still sweating about healthcare? Yeah. Like, the I average know. citizen is still like yeah. the most. The most common way to get into poverty is medical bills. Is that really a fact? It's can, either medical you, bills or or a uh, college education. Can you
0: explain to me, like I'm five, why people don't just get
1: health insurance, uh, like Medicaid,
0: or anything? Okay, so like Medicaid,
1: Medicare. I, you better, either you don't qualify, no, or, no, like paying for it. Yeah.
0: Like I have a corporate health plan that I bought for my employees and myself. Yeah. We pay like $30 a month. And then when the hospital gives you a bill that says like, you know, those giant bills you see, like $200,000, I get a bill like that. All I pay is my deductible, which is like a hundred bucks. Right. And then it gets paid for me.
1: Right, but why we, doesn't everyone just do that? We also have a basic level of insurance in Canada. That's like we have social, yeah, we have that, socialized medicine. Well, that... And, that covers like let's say the first seventy percent.
0: Yeah, well, and your your
1: insurance covers that top thirty percent. Well, because what your insurance coverage in the states is like if you have a family of four or five kids, you're yeah. talking like four to six hundred bucks a month. Why though, right? Well, that's what's included in our income taxes. We don't see that shit. Um, it's four to six hundred bucks a month for a household just for like Medicaid and like basic coverage.
0: I, I so it's
1: it... it's usually tied to your employer. Yeah. And right now, with COVID, with a lot of people, the number of people jobs. unemployed, I mean, it makes it even scarier. So, but a lot of employers don't even have like comprehensive medical care. You know, it's like it's a convoluted system, it's different yeah. from state to state. So, I, different don't, company I won't to company. get too
0: far into it because I don't really know the facts enough to argue it, but
1: privatized health care, I. so... I don't think it's good.
0: Hold on. Because I think it is good, but not in the way that America... Because I don't think America's healthcare is... It's not, like... Privatized is different than free market. Yeah. Right? Like, how I understand it is that the insurance companies make fucking backroom deals with the medical... With the medicine companies and the hospitals and the government to keep prices high and... Keep like they're all working together. Yeah, keep people right? buying insurance. It's not fucking free market where like anyone could just start a hospital and function. No, you. it's
1: too big. Well, See, and that's the
0: problem, right?
1: So that's the problem with three hundred and thirty million fucking people in a country. Right? Like here's here's maybe something we could debate, argue about. I don't know if we actually agree on this. But uh, which functions I know you believe in like next to no government. Yeah. I'm in agreement with that, but what functions should the government what functions should the government control?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: my argument would be um, like transport infrastructure, okay. healthcare, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say like utility, like utilities and stuff should be crown corporations, like water, hydro, yeah. um, and I think that's about it. Everything else can pretty much work free market. I would say so like your, your core, your core things for surviving as a human fucking being. Yeah, should, should be. be and also, um, here's one that fuck Cleveland for doing this wrong. You want to fix your housing problem? Um, do what Manitoba does. Manitoba housing versus Section Eight. Section Eight is basically a. Uh, Program that landlords they can build a property that's the equivalent of Manitoba housing, but Section Eight compliant. So basically, they privatize government subsidized housing.
0: Yeah, because here the government builds the houses.
1: Right. So most. here, here they they build the houses, and you pay rent based on your income and all yeah. that stuff to get you yeah. back on your feet. But the government owns the house. Yeah. They fix it. They yeah, own it. The they manage it. it whatever. Yeah. In the U.S., landlords own it. Yeah, but because it, you had a ton of Section 8 housing right. and you were investing in Cleveland. clay fund. Right, but it creates a bloodbath. And, like, honestly, most investors just get burned. Yeah. Um, and it's just... People, well, as soon as they hear that their property is owned by, uh, you know, some guy from Israel... Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck him. They don't want to pay the rent. Because it's like, he's one of them, not one of us. Um, but just from what I've seen... I. I don't think it's a good system. I don't think privatizing things like public housing is not public housing. You basically are on, like, rent assist, but on a big scale. Yeah. And it's such a messy system. The admin is insane. Yeah. The inspectors yeah. are, like... It's 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 unreasonable. So, like, I
0: have two, two schools of thinking when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. One is if everyone acted ideally Which <laughs> and you know. didn't hurt each other and didn't want to take advantage of each other. Because I, in an ideal world, we just all cooperate and we just all sell goods to each other at an agreed-upon price and, yeah. you
1: know, whatever. And I would argue you need more life experience if you expect that to happen. No, no, I'm,
0: I'm not <laughs> saying that. Like, I, my idealistic... Um, Politics are different than my realistic politics. Yes.
1: Um, yes. No, that's true. Ideals are different than practices. Yeah.
0: And and but I am smart enough to realize that my ideals can't be applied to everyday life. Yeah. Because ideally we have we we are you like
1: it. I'm drinking Walter Malone. It's a watermelon wheat beer from Grain to Glass, a home brewer, and it is a good fucking kick. I like it. It's tasty.
0: Yeah, and I like it because it's not over. It's not sugary. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really just good. a subtle like. Anyway, um, but I think well, idealistically, like I'm I'm a anarcho-capitalist. I don't believe, I don't want any government to exist. Like, but we're not going to get there. Well, I I have admitted to
1: myself we're not going to get there. No, I don't think it's possible. Um, unless like, but, humanity is a common enemy. Yeah, it's not possible.
0: But so more realistically, I guess like I'm a. Uh, I guess like cuz I like m- what. minarchist minarchist is like I basically want government to do um what it has to. No, like <laughs> uh uh national defense. Sure. Uh no, can't go to any other country. Like national defense um and that's pretty much it some minarchus the the community's kind of split on mm. exactly what government does but uh army um some will include like fire departments um and policing and stuff like that yeah fair um right.
1: i don't think those should be privatized i think that's uh, I think okay, okay,
0: okay it, yeah. but um you grew up uh i assume with a lot of rural friends because you grew up in a small town yeah um Volunteer firefighters are the fucking yeah. lifeblood. But they're funded uh, by the government. Subsidized by the government is different than government employees. I mean,
1: I mean like their trucks are paid for. The building is paid for. The yeah, but no, is paid but like well, my their ca- salaries are not. But like at my Carly's brother is a firefighter.
0: At my cabin, we have a volunteer fire force. These fucking guys drive their own pickup trucks. Yeah. Like they do like they're not really like you know what I mean. There's a
1: um. And the and the cops where I live are like great. Because yeah. you know, like, I could, I, I knew the addresses of like five of our town cops because that's just like how small the town was, yeah. and I knew who their kids were in a lot of cases. One of them was my fucking neighbor. Like, yeah. you can't be a shit cop because, like, I'm gonna, egg, egg I'm gonna to egg your house. Yeah. I can see you. I'm
0: gonna beat the shit out of your kid. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, um, very different. So,
0: realistically, though. I would like to see the government... So, here's the thing. I want everybody to have healthcare.
1: Agreed. We take that for granted, but apparently people still fucking argue about it.
0: I want everybody to have healthcare. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to be fed. I want everybody to be housed. I just think that the government historically is a poor provider of these things. Like, we have socialized medicine. We have free healthcare, quote, 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 taxpayer-funded healthcare. But
1: my brother is dead today because we have poor mental health care. But we have. Let me add a caveat to that because our mutual friend, um, had, her mother runs like an elite private clinic in Winnipeg. Yeah. And you don't hear about these things because most people, they don't get a. They don't pay out of pocket for a GP yeah. to do physicals on them every year. Yeah. Because they just, it's taken for granted. But it is available. So private health care, mm. you
0: can't really do it anymore because they closed like Pan Am because you can't really,
1: no, you can't as a doctor, you can have a private uh, practice. Uh, not, no. Yes. Here's the caveat. A uh, doctor with a private practice has to do, uh, it's a ratio of like for profit or mm-hmm. private um, clients to um, working for a public hospital. Okay. So there's like for example a plastic surgeon. I forget, yeah. I forget his name, but he works at like HSC. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works full time at HSC because yeah. his private practice has so many clients. Has so many clients. He has other doctors working for him Yeah. and he does all of the public service for his clinic. Oh, so his cool. doctors can do all of that. That's so okay. so he works for the government for free. Yeah, essentially. And he makes millions in his private practice. Yeah. yeah. So for him it's a it's a fucking win-win. And his staff just runs it, and, like, and he puts his name on it, You and could, that's it. You could literally... So you can do that as a GP or any kind of any kind of doctor. You can literally get fined here
0: For, as a doctor if, like, your friend broke their arm and you casted it up yeah. without going through a hospital. Yeah. You could, like, get a fine.
1: Yeah, you know... Fuck off! <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so that's maybe a little bit excess, but there is measures... To make sure that people are, you can make money privately, yeah, but not too much. You exactly. gotta remember. Um, my ex girlfriend's stepfather,
0: yeah,
1: was the yeah. like the CTO of Manitoba Health, yeah. So we had many debates. You know, I'm believe exactly. you me, over yeah. beers. Yeah. So like the the intricacies of the market is a lot more complicated than you think. I don't. So f- private, so. For your brother, for example, yeah. the care would have been available, but it probably would have been really expensive. And you probably didn't even know it existed.
0: Well, and see my argument, because I've had people tell me, oh, but if, you know, if the NDP had been in power, if the far left party had been in power, you know, he would have had the fun, you would have had the care he needed. I say it's bullshit. My counter argument is you can't throw more money into a inherently broken system where he got my brother got turned away from a mental health clinic because quote he wasn't bad enough yet, and he yeah.
1: was dead of an overdose exactly. six weeks later. But but you could have put him into a facility for a casual like seven thousand a month. Yeah, and which my parents couldn't afford. Exactly. Right? So, so it's there, but it's inaccessible. So it's yeah. like it's an imperfect system. Yeah. And I would debate that you know yes it's a broken system, mm-hmm. but just like any entrepreneur's business. You know, whatever massively scaling startup, you haven't been in a startup with this problem, so you can't completely empathize. But having way more customers and way more demand than you are equipped to handle. Yeah. Like, if you had to deliver, like, take your whatever bottle supply that you have, or whatever your output of bottles is, multiply that by four. Yeah. But you get no more money. Yeah. How much more difficult does life get, right? Of course. So you get stretched thin, your quality drops, your timelines get all fucked up, you miss deliveries, you miss this, you miss yeah. that. Like being in a being a startup where you're like, I'm trying to sell as much as I can, and I'm like selling my product, I'm gonna make as much as I can. But when I've been in property management, which is when you from day one, you start with too much demand. Yeah and you're constantly trying to, trying keep, to keep you up. You, have, you never have enough money yeah. to fulfill the demand because when you fulfill that need, the amount of money you make from it is not enough to get you advanced forward. So you're constantly digging the deficit just to survive. You know, you gotta prepare today to survive tomorrow. I just like-, like it's, it's an insane system. And just hearing it from like the CTO, like Chief Technology Officer's perspective, He's like, do you know how many fucking softwares I manage, and how many like separate systems I deal with? I don't like how many. He's like, forty-seven. Why don't they just make a one? It's too complex. It's you have GP clinics, you have yeah. dentist clinics, you have hospitals, you have ERs. You've got like all these different hospitals, different hospitals built decades apart. You got offices built decades apart. You got call centers built decades apart. Then you've got tax tax systems. Then you've got politicians that throw you policies and fucking metal all the time. And then they're like, "Oh, now you got to consolidate your emergency room. So he was the guy that was championing the emergency room consolidation. Yeah. So whenever those fucking articles were coming, it was a huge controversy here, right? So like, I would ask him, "Like, hey, what do you think of this?" And he would like he roll his <laughs> eyes well, nice. and he's like, "Fuck you for bringing that up." But like, it's so I can't imagine managing that massive of a no, fucking thing. And I have nobody's
0: going to do that. I have empathy for that, but at the same time it's like you know, I would I would happily pay my taxes, you know, f- for people to get good healthcare, but we use it to fucking bomb k- brown kids in fucking Afghanistan. Yes. We don't use it for fucking what it should be. Like that's why I'm against taxation is because we don't fuck it like I posted a meme on my uh, I'll plug my uh, my uh, my capitalist propaganda page on Facebook it's called uh, I love the smell of capitalism in the morning go like it up I posted something you know the meme like the Stonks meme or the panic guy yeah that guy so he's uh, it's like um, like when when the government steals your, mo- your money it's like panic it's like oh but the government promises they'll fix the roads calm it's like but then they steal your money and still don't fix the roads. They panic. <laughs> like panic, yes. because they like the ima- like the fucking money that gets wasted. It's worse in the states I know, but we have fucking we're going right through a controversy right now with our prime minister giving fucking millions of dollars to charities that pay his fucking family money and shit. And uh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's like fairly obvious and his and his finance 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 Minister
1: Bill, Bill Morneau, fucking hate that guy. He just resigned as finance minister. They got like a $700,000 vacation for like, quote unquote, meditative refocusing. Trudeau just corroded
0: Parliament for six weeks. Yeah. So he, ah, people are accusing him. He's just like, yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, essentially like uh, locking out the government in, in the states, which they do yeah. all the time. Um, Recess. Yeah, well, you... Like, a lockout is different than a recess. Like, lockout is when you're, like, forcing it.
1: A recess is, like, already scheduled. They already, already have scheduled. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, remember, I, I'm like, we're going to have a business episode, and this just turned into politics. We're, we're
1: talking... I think the business of government is relevant. Is the biggest business there is.
0: Yeah, I guess, like, at the end of the day, to wrap it all up, I would be more than happy... To support a government that does, like you said, all the meat, like feeds us all for free. And, or for free, taxpayer funded, right? Feeds us all, houses us all, gives us health care, gives us transportation, safety, Safety net. Safe,
1: yeah. Safety net services. Yeah. Like, if I could sum up everything I believe in into one sentence, it'd be like, the government should have, should provide safety net services so people... No have, one dies. So people, if they fuck up, you live. Yeah. Like, you don't need to die in the richest country yeah. in the world just Agreed. because you lost your job. That, I think that's, re- like, insanely I think, stupid.
0: I think it, it, most, most people can agree with that, though.
1: Right, but not Americans.
0: No, Okay, well, they're hard to talk to. But, uh, they're just not smart. I, I But I just think the, the government, our government for the last fucking 150 years, has not proven to me that they are competent enough to do that job.
1: Right, but they're always going to be 25 years behind.
0: Yeah, which, which is, is fucking
1: useless. By their sheer size.
0: Yeah, that was the day you were born.
1: Right. 25 years ago. Hey! Wow. So, just by their sheer size and, like, try try getting 100 people to change their mind about something. Yeah, no, I, I don't like... Now, now multiply that by 100. Yeah. And now you have one government organization. See, at a certain point, I
0: don't... Like, what I want to happen is what I know... Like, I realistically know that that's not going to happen, right? We're not just going to abolish fucking government and
1: we're all okay, like... (laughs) You know, the way that we believe things should go, you know when it'll happen? When people our age have tenure and seniority in government organizations. So, what is that? Uh, 25, 40 years. Um, Because then we'll have a say. And our, well, val- our values today... I
0: know a ton of people in my age that are fucking dumb.
1: Right, but, you know, whatever, the cream rises to the top. Let's say, ideally, people with, uh, with values like us rise to the top and... Make real change from the inside. Make change, exactly, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. Uh, that's going to be 25 years from now. Yeah. The kids, 25 years from now, our age, drinking beers, making a fucking podcast or whatever the equivalent is in 2045 light um, cast wow. right they're going to be so pissed at us at how antiquated we are <laughs> we're going to be like you know what what it was like back in my day like that's the cycle of that's the cycle of life government is behind business is way ahead and i believe that creates the happy the happy little gap where for, we thrive. For entrepreneurship, which is like, oh, this category's fucked, that category's fucked. There's, and I was saying this in our call yesterday, in our uh, mastermind call. We have we, a weekly we
0: mastermind we, call, Tyler, myself, and two of our other friends. Shout out to
1: me, shout out Mitch. Pay me $1,000 and I'll do one for you. Um, if you have entrepreneurs are defined as people that, you know, create new categories. Business owners business owners do like incremental improvement. So, I see politicians kind of the same way I see business owners where it's like you go into a category and you're like, "You know what? We're building houses out of wood. Now we're going to build it out of like wood composite or we're going to build it out of concrete and styrofoam composite for, you know, higher R value." You're still building fucking houses. An entrepreneur is like, you know what? I think houses are a bad idea. Let's have a city on the ocean. Whoa. Or on Cl- Mars. Cloud city. Mars. Hello, my name's Elon Musk. Exactly. So yeah. entrepreneur is defined as like... They redefine the categories that they exist in. Yeah. So. But you always have resistance. Of that. course, but that's the fun of it.
0: I agree. Because I always like the quote that... Um, when um what is it? Henry Ford I think said it. Yes. They they asked him.
1: If uh, I if, if I gave the people what they asked, I would have given they, they would have said, said faster horses. Faster horses. Yeah. But I made them a car, which was slower than the horses. But hey look where we go. And went. I look where we are now, yeah. So that's the definition of an entrepreneur and I be- I love that. Because yeah. it's so simple. Well, I like the um and it they, uh, it explains so much about what I've been stressed about lately. It's like, you know what? I don't want the fucking easy way out. I don't yeah. want, like, if somebody tries to define you as an entrepreneur by, hey, if you're doing what you're doing because you want to make money, don't let somebody define you like that because all of a sudden you realize an entrepreneur's way of making money is actually a pretty shitty way to make yeah, money. Yeah, go get a
0: fucking job. You can go make get four random r- money.
1: Okay, the guy I'm working for right now, he's a bank manager. Uh, he's a bank manager. He owns twelve rental properties. He's 31 years old. Just bought a million dollar house. Doing whatever shitload of renovations to it. He's got you know the beautiful wife. He's got the life. He's got the cars. He's got the whatever. He's, he's doing. He it. a dog. Yeah. What okay. kind? Real cute. Uh, half corgi, half chihuahua.
0: <laughs> Does he have small legs?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stubby and yippy. I yeah. like him. He's good. His name is Bentley. Bentley? He's a yipper? We love Bentley, Beer bongs and Bentley. So. True. Shut up, Postmodern. And also Bentley. The chihuahua corgi. Yep. Uh, I think. No, wait. Chihuahua Jack. Russell Terry. He's not a Corgi anymore? Nope, Jack Russell. Oh, I he him. looks like a Corgi, though.
0: My employee met a Corgi named Kevin the other day. Kevin? I liked him. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know if I'm going to keep this in. Anyways, continue.
1: <laughs> he was living the textbook life. Like, yeah. you know, fucking buddy looked in a brochure. He's like, what's the highest salary? Bank manager, degree. Um, I'll take that. calm. Sure. Ch- yeah. Check mark. Fucking. Here's your thirty grand. Yeah, now yeah, I get a job. Yeah. Like, that's business owner. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that disguise themselves.
0: As business owners.
1: They are business owners that disguise themselves as entrepreneurs. Got that fucking backwards. Like so, you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got it. We talk, talk about this uh, I, I'm not going to name names but like people that like when you ask them why do they do what they do like I love I love Simon Sinek start with why yeah if you ask a guy why why do you do what you do why do you start your business if you see them if you see a light go off in their eyes if you see them like brighten up you know their shoulders come back and, you know, they brighten up. Their body language changes like they're excited. You have an entrepreneur. Yeah. If you do that and you see someone squirm a little and, like, kind of give you an, an answer that sounds a little bit like it came from, I don't know, maybe a marketer.
0: Like they, they've rehearsed their lives. It's
1: rehearsed or maybe somebody else came up with this. It's not genuine. They don't, like, get physically energized exactly. by speaking about it. Yeah. You have... A business owner,
0: you know what I uh, usually say when someone asks me that.
1: What ask me it why, Willows? Nothing else to do,
0: <laughs> but why? Why? What else am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, see, there's but... another category
1: of entrepreneur. <laughs> <So laughs> it's like, no, no, you play like that, but that's not actually how you feel. Yeah, I, I play up so. You play I, down. You play yeah, down like crazy.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, um, I do a lot of farmers markets and events, sampling events, like a lot. Like, we're talking hundred hour plus weeks in right. the summer. Right.
1: You can't give me your life story.
0: Can't give them my fucking life story. And I think it's more. I like the kind of mystery of no one knows what the fuck I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. So I'll give. I'll give you a few common questions that people ask me at markets and how I respond.
1: Um, Which is fun to watch, by the way.
0: Yeah, so I get people that always go, You can sell alcohol at a farmer's market? And I respond, uh, No one stopped me yet. <laughs> and the worst one that I ever did that to, I did that to, I, I didn't know who they were, obviously. It was the board member of the grounds that I was doing the event on. <laughs> so she fucking, she's like, Move, walked inside, came out with two other board members. She's like, Can we see your license, please? I'm like, Yeah, here's my license, fuck off. I think it's insulting. Yeah. To imply that no, I just set up in this fucking park
1: illegally. Yeah. Fuck no, you. Nobody asks questions. Yeah. Whatever. You're insulting um, my intelligence and your organizers' yeah. intelligence.
0: Um. I always get, uh, why did you? Yeah. Why did you start a winery? Um. Uh, I always answer. Uh, I like to get drunk. Yeah. That gets a good laugh every time. Um. My the other. One, uh. What's your favorite? I hate that one. Yeah. I used to ask that until I started getting asked it. Now I never ask it anymore. Mm, like to a bartender. To a bar, yeah. What's your favorite? I fucking hate that because of- fuck off. So how I answer that? Uh, it depends on the time of day. Uh, pre breakfast, maybe I like a sangria, a cider, something a little bit sweeter, something a little bit, a little bit lower alcohol. And then as we approach lunch, maybe uh, some of our wines. Like <laughs> yeah, the pre breakfast always gets a good, um, good laugh. I uh, told someone today that I was, uh, they're like, mm, I don't know which one to get. I'm like, well, one of each is a, an option. And they go, haha. Ha. And I'm like, ha ha ha. I'm 19 days late on my rent. So uh, if you can get one of each, that'd I mean, be go. <laughs> 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 I said that. To, I, like, I don't even shit sure about it, Like, whatever.
1: Um, Stone cold delivery. Yeah. No, if you can make a joke out about like self-deprecating humor, like you're, yeah. you're obviously pretty good at that. So yeah. that, that always wins.
0: I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty quick on my feet too. Mm-hmm. When people say stuff. Um, my name, my, my company, my winery's name is Shrugging Doctor, like a doctor that shrugs. People always misread it as struggling doctor. I get that very commonly. Which is funny. And then, so I get the occasional person, Oh, are you the struggling doctor? And I go, Not if you buy something. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always like a good retort. Yeah, I, well, and I do this enough that I just have these reports, but I'll get the occasional person to try to fucking say something clever, and I, I usually can come up with something fucking back pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good at that, typically. Yeah, we're a fucking salesman. Yeah, exactly. Day in, um, day out. I don't know what my point was going on I, with that. I
1: do, but I'm going to keep the conversation going. Sure. So I was speaking to the painter that is working on the same job site I am right now, and he gets all of his jobs through, like, Kijiji. Like, puts up an ad, $30 for five days... I'll paint your house, whatever. Yeah. That's how we got this fucking job. Sure. So there I am where he's like, how are you, man? Like what tile company do you work with? I'm like, none.
0: <laughs> yeah. You still don't have a fucking like, tile. No, 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 website. no.
1: This is most tile installers work adjacent to a company okay. because customer comes in. I want to get some tile. Yeah. Can you refer me to an installer? And they do like a backdoor referral. Yeah. So, that's kind of how the industry works. Okay. Um, the fact that I don't have one, and I don't advertise, and I'm still busy, uh, means like... People are noticing that? Right. They're like, how the fuck? Yeah. So, you don't work with a towel company. You don't advertise, like, what, how the fuck you get your jobs. Yeah. So, it's like, no, I know this guy. I know this guy because I know this other guy, and I know him because I try to sell him something, and I try to sell him something because they're doing this other thing. And it's like, I have... A, a basis of networking that I've done yeah. over the last couple of years. I know right. a lot of people in real estate. I'm able to like kind of schmooze and sell and network and make friends. And then when I get that job, I'm looking around the job side. And I'm like, this guy, this guy, this guy. They can all make me money. Yeah, I'm going to make friends with them, impress them up front, and then the first two days I impress them, and then I shut up, and then I just let them talk. Or the next couple days because they feel like you know he bragged I gotta brag yeah then I shut up next couple days let them talk learn all about them so the last three four jobs I've been on
0: I've been just... other
1: contractors are like all the, the the other guys working on the job site the plumbers the electricians the GCs they're the ones that are sending me new jobs yeah was like hey my dad needs a shower down hey I know this other guy he's got another contract or you know my friend just bought a house he wants some rentals Everything is sourcing from that, so I'm, like, seeing all the threads. So you have a very unfair advantage when you come into something with all these different... um, Can you put that into a concrete piece of advice for people? So we were going on the effect of, like, why do you do something?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, You give, you know, bullshit answers to real, real questions.
0: Yeah. But that's because what I'm creating with that.
1: Right. And with this business, I'm kind of doing like bullshit business. Like what I'm doing is kind of like, it's not, it's not high level. It's not exciting. It's not innovative, but the bullshit that I'm doing on the front is really about the stuff on the back. Yeah. I'm not doing it because I want to get more towel jobs. I'm doing it because I want to meet more people with money. I want to meet more contractors. I want to meet more investors and I want to learn the, Backbone on how these social infrastructures work. So, I'm like, if I'm gonna be flipping houses, and I want to find a painting guy, I want to find a plumbing guy. I want to, I know, I want to know how do I find them and how do I trust them? Yeah. I need to know how they talk. I need to know how they work. I need, I need to know how they make money. Yeah. Where do they find money? Yeah. So, I'm deconstructing from the back end. Okay. So that why I'll never talk about. Yeah. Just like at a farmer's market. I'm like, hey, why do you, why the fuck are you growing grapes in Manitoba?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're gonna be like, you know I what? Else to do. I saw some shit in my backyard. It looked, it was climbing up the fence, and like those vines are growing like crazy. That shit's crazy. I didn't know vines could grow here. You know what vines grow here? Maybe You can grow grapes here. You can grow wine grapes here. No, that's too much. Here. Like that's exactly. Too, that's you're gonna too bore many steps. The, you're gonna bore the customer, even though yeah. like, the reality might be closer to that.
0: What well, doesn't matter what the reality is because a lot of times people are just fucking talking to talk. Like, they don't actually exactly. give a shit what you're – literally – they're like, oh, where's the name come from? And I'm like, do you actually care? Or – Yeah. what Nine of – maybe not nine, but like seven out of ten times I'll say, there's a blog post about it on our website. Here, take a card.
1: Or like – What's the name about it? Like, would it help you buy more wine? Well, it's like some people, I, I, I can feel out if they're just, you know. Tire kicking or... They don't
0: care, yeah. right? They're just, oh, whatever, haha. Um, I guess, like, part of the mystique of me, you know, starting this business at, you know, writing a business plan at 18, starting at 20, like, part of me getting in this position in the first place is more about just this brand. Like my brand, myself, Willows, like kinda is bigger than just the Shruggy Doctor brand, yeah. right?
1: So I know you don't like talking about this, but I'm basically baiting you to describe why did you build a wine business? Yeah. And why do you continue to build a wine business? Nothing else to do, I don't know. No, that's a fucking lie. I like to get drunk. Also a fucking lie. Um, I know you built a wine business because you're like, hey, how do we make money? Yeah. You're like, hey, you remember um, we made some good liquor? Watch. Yeah. It's legal to make homebrew and share with your friends. So. Yeah. Your partner is a talent for making liquor. Zach does, yeah. He does not fuck up. No. And when he doesn't fuck up, it's actually better than not fuck up. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. He makes good shit. Yes, he does. But the two of you are standing there and like, how do we make some money? Yeah. Let's build a liquor business. Yeah. But not distilling. No. Because it's horrible in this province. Money as well. Also not beer. startup. Yeah. Also not beer because, well, startup costs and everyone's fucking doing it. So option number three, let's continue with wines. It didn't come from a place of like, I'm dead passionate about making no. honeymead or raspberry wine or blueberry wine. Like a lot of businesses are built out of passion projects, but, but I yours think, is more than that.
0: I think that is a negative to people that they think they can only successfully run a business that they are diehard passionate
1: about. Yeah, I completely disagree with that. With what I just said or or that you have to be diehard. Well you like you don't have to be diehard about what you do. Yeah, agree.
0: Well how many fucking people you know with jobs are diehard passionate about
1: their fucking You're not job. Well right actually you might find more people these days diehard passionate about their job. Yeah I don't think so. But like those people are gonna not be making any money. Yeah. No, <laughs> they're gonna I, be like an intern at so some startup, or they're gonna be a volunteer, what, or, or like they're what not. What I'm passionate about is going against the grain. Is winning. Yeah.
0: I'm passionate about doing my own thing and being able to. I like. I like succeeding when everyone tells me I fucking can't. I like proving people wrong. I like... Theref-
1: Therefore, creating categories.
0: I have done something in this province that nobody else has been able to do 150 in 150 there. So, can I tell you something? Yeah. I am the fastest winery owner in the entire world right now. Please explain. No other winery owner has ever beaten me in a foot race.
1: Alright. We gotta take you on tour. Nope. I I refuse. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. <laughs> nope! <laughs> I've been saying that to people. If you wanna if you want to beat me, you must do it on my terms. Yeah,
0: no, I've been saying that to people, and people are like, Okay, how many foot races have you had with wine wheelers? So I said, Well none, but that means I'm undefeated. <laughs>
1: Un disputed champion. Also, you have to drink f- Seven bottles of wine. <laughs> so, you
0: run. if any winery owner out there thinks you're faster than me, if you race me, come to the East Kildonan YMCA in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and I will race you on the track. And what you're saying? I don't want to travel from Italy to Canada. Okay, well then I'm faster. Obviously, undisputed. You I'm Undisputed champion. I think. Do you think there's a place for hyperbole in in marketing like that? I'm the fastest winery owner in the world.
1: I think if you can make people laugh. Yeah, I think there's a lot of value in making people laugh. I think hyperbole is pretty much what marketing is. I think I've built my business on this part, on on shit like that. I'm pretty sure you basically push it as far as you legally can. (laughs) Seems to be how marketing is. Yeah, fair point. And they always say marketers ruin everything, right? Right. Um, and to that point, I was listening to the Wondery podcast, Business Wars. Yeah. yeah, Are We talk um, about
0: that often on this podcast. Yes.
1: Just plugging, I guess. Let's do a collab. They were talking about cereal. And I'm like, that's I've a boring us. topic. Yeah. But cold cereal. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me. Like their marketing and stuff like that. They were one of the or- originating like companies or whatever campaigns that made people like pause and say, you know what? Health claims should be validated. Dude, fucking They're like, we can decrease your cholesterol by (laughs) 9.5% because of our high-fiber Cheerios. It's like, okay, (laughs) says like, (laughs) well, um, they they were saying that shit before it was illegal to say yeah. that shit. Well, they made those laws. That
0: whole breakfast is the most important meal of the day thing it's fucking was, bullshit. was a marketing ploy. Uh, there's research that say eating light in the morning is much more beneficial to your health than eating heavy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I fast. I do 18-hour fast. so I don't eat until 11 a.m. Uh, if I do eat, it's like a single piece of toast or like a a bagel or something. Yeah. Like really light... Simple carb, maybe with some water or some coffee. That's the maximum I'll eat in the morning. Yeah. And I'm not hungry until nope. like noon, sometimes I, even three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I never
0: eat breakfast. Yeah. In no even at when Bre- i was breakfast in
1: breakfast is a is an invention of capitalist America. Like
0: Alright. Are you sure people didn't use the cake.
1: not okay breakfast as the most important <laughs> meal of the day with like sugar loaded yeah, calorie lit or c- sugar loaded calorie loaded mineral absent yeah no vitamins no nutritional value yeah like, just like have some fucking dairy and some bread yeah like that's that's an american that's an american innovation well,
0: so i i don't eat breakfast i i eat very little yes you you've seen that like i don't fucking eat
1: at all almost um, it's kind of scary, you're like my girlfriend I always make fun of her I said you eat air I said your favorite meal of the day is The fucking air you breathe And that's kind of a joke Because she eats so little I
0: think I've said this on this podcast before But rest in power Mac Miller yeah. He had a line that says uh, I just eat pussy
1: Other people eat food <laughs> You yeah. know? Other people need food you know that I was mistaken for Mac Miller at a concert once? I don't think that's true. true. No, he was hilarious. Um, so me and a friend of mine who's an actual musician, I have no talent, uh, we performed at a social of one of his relatives. A social, for those of you who are not living in Manitoba. <laughs> Sorry. Is a... Uh, Government sanctioned.
0: (laughs) No, it's not government. You basically raise money for your wedding by selling tickets and overpriced drinks and prize draws
1: to your friends and family. And the government lets you do it if you're getting married.
0: What do you mean government lets you do it?
1: Getting a license to sell liquor at a social is a specific government license, and you can only get that license if you're getting married. Socials are so weird. Why do we do that? You can't... You cannot... If you, Willows, wanted to go and, like, get a license to sell liquor to social and make profit. Absolutely get a license.
0: No, you can't. Um, I
1: personally un- can't. Unless you were getting married. I am there getting married. There you go. To the grind, baby. So, you anyway. Can't fake it. You were performing a social. Yes, performing at a social, and some super drunk chick comes up to me, and is like, Oh my god, it's Matt Miller! And I was, like, on stage, whatever hype whatever in my bro. It was a weird time don't ask about it and she was so true she thought I was Mac Miller you don't want anything like that I know that's the funny part she thought I was Mac. I guess cuz I'm white that great like oh my god it's yeah exactly oh
0: my god it's Bill Clinton
1: so three different people came up to me and they were like hey you know she seems like real sweet on you, you know we could like hook you up with her and it's like dude fuck no no, like she's like blackout drunk. She thinks I'm Matt Miller. I'm not. Like no, 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 absolutely not. And as I'm like talking to this guy, he's like, yeah, you know what? She's my cousin. I can like, you know what? I mean? <sighs> Who? It was this guy. The funniest fucking thing. I swear to God, it's the truth. Happened to me like three times. What do you mean three times? No, that night. Okay, I thought you meant three different times. No, 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 <laughs> no. Three times that night. Okay, they're right, like, hey, yeah, right, you yeah. know what? She seems super sweet on you. I guess she was like whatever the hot girl of that area. And <laughs> that reserved. And that small. You time. know, I'm a good boy at the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I like, I don't want, I don't want no trouble. Like, I'm not gonna fuck with that girl. <laughs> and as I'm talking to this guy, but so I'm saying, like, absolutely not. Like, I don't, I'm not interested in her. We look over at her. She was like dancing, 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 when he walks up. Finish the conversation, two minutes later, she's sitting on a chair, fucking like bent over backwards in half, passed out in the middle of a dance floor, like her head is like inverted. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, good call. She's fucking blackout. I'm not Mac Miller, believe it or not. I didn't even say a single fucking word on stage.
0: I hooked up with a girl one time because she thought I was rescued.
1: See, you closed on it. That was too nice. Rasputin? <laughs> the Russian
0: communist...
1: It could have been real.
0: Ra ra Rasputin lover ra, of the Russian queen. I yeah. actually
1: do love Russian queens, to be
0: honest. Who doesn't? What? Someone asked me what my bucket list was, and I'm
1: like... Fuck a princess? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, I know this list.
0: It's, yeah, it's a... It's a Archer quote where he's like, "I want to have a threesome with two actual princesses, <laughs> like twin princesses." Like the. Here's a question I asked uh, my uh, my Facebook fans the other day that I got a lot of response to actually. That I, I just kind of wanted to lot to you to see what your gut reaction is. What do you think's easier? Making one business to a million dollars in sales a year. Or making five businesses to $200,000 later. So, One. same amount of money. Why? Why do you think that? Justify it. Because I made a business to $200,000 in like a year and a half. Like, I'm not gonna say easy, but like
1: simply. But I think the emotional energy that goes into coming up with a new idea. Mm-hmm. We both know people that. Do shit like that. What? Soft start. A bunch of things. And see what sticks kind of thing? No, they ride them to mediocrity. Mm. And they're like, fucking great. I got seven mediocre-ass businesses that get nothing done.
0: Yeah, yeah. we know a few people like that. Yeah. Right,
1: so... No, I. but I'm not
0: asking you what the optics are better or what you would prefer. What do you think is easier to make a million
1: dollars? Easier. Yeah. Um I think it depends who you are. Okay. If you are an entrepreneur, yeah. The one thing, I say shoot your one thing for a fucking billion. Yeah. And and you'll land at a and, and, and be happy when you fail and end up at a mill. Yeah. Like um I think that's easier if you're an entrepreneur. If you're somebody that's like, you know what, I don't wanna f- like I don't I don't think like, you know, fuck the government, fuck the system. You know, I'll I'll burn down your house if you. That's me. Right. <laughs> I'll burn down your house if there's a there's there's probably like three hundred things that get put behind that statement for and, me and which to, and would justify it. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Like easily, I'm not that far from that.
0: You kicked a pug. No. I would be burn your house down. Okay.
1: Yes. Are you asking me if I would? No. <laughs> no, I would not. Um, uh, but yes, I think if you're that kind of person, build one thing. If you are the kind of person that's like, you know what, I don't really give that much of a shit about what I do for a living. I just want to make a living and yeah. live live a good life. Yeah. I'm about lifestyle. There's a key word. Mm. Tell me about one good entrepreneur that you know Mm -hmm. that markets lifestyle first. No one? No, because look at Gary Vee. He's like, fuck lifestyle. My fucking lifestyle is elevators, (laughs) town cars, (laughs) meetings, jet planes, and fucking texting on my phone all day long. 19 hours a day. Emails. That's my fucking lifestyle. Don't be a cunt. Start a business. Like, that's what an entrepreneur will tell you if if buddy's selling you lifestyle he doesn't believe in what he's selling I agree he believes in the money he makes from what he sells do
0: you think that people I I think we agree to the answer to this question absolutely we do (laughs) do you think that people romanticize entrepreneurship 100%
1: yeah which is why I love I love this definition of business owner versus entrepreneur because it just simplifies that if people romanticize entrepreneurship and they're like, and it, if they want to do something so that they can make money, like they want to, now they turn it into lifestyle. Yeah. They turn it into transactional. Now like you make it transactional. It becomes a business operation.
0: Define for the people listening. I know what you're talking about, but you're drunk. Sure. Define the lifestyle
1: entrepreneur that you're talking about. Lifestyle entrepreneur has, here's the hashtags, laptop lifestyle. <laughs> um, you know, drives fast cars. The people that advertise shoes, shoes good golf, the, the, like, the has people, fancy shoes. I always
0: hate the people that advertise like um, working less to make more. Right. Right. It's, Where it's the all some, you have
1: to do is work ten hours a week to. Right. It's, it's the something for nothing people. Yeah. More, you ever read that book? Something that, for nothing, or even worse, the more for less.
0: You ever read that book, uh, the ten-hour work week or whatever?
1: Uh Tim Ferris? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Great book. It's not actually about what the cup what the no, I, says I, it is. And even he says, he's like, I fucking hate when people quote me about that book. He's like, I work a hundred hours a week. Yeah. But I guess like because
0: I've had like four people... hour work week. F- yeah, that's what it is. Four hour work week. Um I've had people, I I get a, because I'm sure you do too, because we do a lot of business posts on Instagram and stuff. I get a ton of MLM people. um, I just made a post about this and somebody got butter. Sending me messages all the time. Yep. Um, All, hey, do you want to make some extra money fucking doing crypto or whatever? I always get people that are like, you can make up to $3,000 a fucking day or whatever. And then I always respond only three thousand hours a day or three thousand dollars a day that's not worth my fucking time bro yeah um I hate the phrase the uh, serial entrepreneur
1: yeah serial entrepreneur Fuck. implies you're failing constantly
0: <laughs> like,
1: that is kind of the implication because a raw, like look at Mark Zuckerberg yeah
0: he did Facebook and that's it
1: you cannot call him a serial entrepreneur he made one thing and then he cannibalized everything else that he bought.
0: I use the phrase lifetime entrepreneur is because I, I, I think that's in my, this podcast's description booze baron and lifetime entrepreneur willows. Right. Because I'm going to do this shit till I'm dead. I, well, that and I've been doing it by like, I, I don't know if you saw my post. I posted my, uh, my lemonade stand sign that I found in my closet. Yeah. Chris's Lemonade Oasis, it was on fucking Mega Blocks, and I colored it with crayon. Because I had a, I was eight years old, and I had a fucking lemonade set in my cabin. Like, I've been a lifetime entrepreneur, and I will be. I always love the, uh, there's a quote in Suits where uh, Harvey and Scotty are talking or whatever, and they're talking about how some guy retired, and they're like, did he really retire? And then they both at the same time go, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like... Cause like I honestly I, I can't I couldn't imagine just quitting everything and just being on a beach and fun no, like I'll die I'll die first why like, because I well I guess we have a different perspective because we like what we do and if we don't we create a new situation where we like what we do
1: yeah or burn, but I, you know burn down the old one whatever. but I get so much
0: fucking like fulfillment from winning and accomplishing. And selling. And just going against the grain all the time. Yeah, like, I, I could never imagine myself not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, serial entrepreneurs. I got a lot of those on Instagram that fucking send me messages.
1: I know a handful of people that I could be like, that's a serial entrepreneur, a.k.a. He kills it at what he does, and literally everything he touches that is going to turn to gold. Mm. Or she. Sorry, yeah. sorry to make that gendered, but anything they touch is going to turn to gold. Yeah. There are those people. 100%. I would give a handful of people that title without yeah. any qualms like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I don't There's know. not many of you. You serial... If you're going to say it, you're not it. That's... Yeah. I, I <laughs> guess like... um. Think about the Skip Boys.
0: Yeah, like those guys. Like
1: they're not putting serial entrepreneur on their
0: bios. I they, guess they're not. I forget what it's from, but they say like, "You're you're always the title that other people give you, not the title that you give yourself." Right. Right. Um, I just changed my Instagram bios recently uh, to booze baron, uh, pipe new money. New money. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, booze baron, new money. It used to be, uh, uh, I'm in the empire business. There's yeah. a, a Breaking Bad quote. That's what all my social media used to have. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm phasing, and I'm going in a new phase now. And I, I said, I, I made a status on Facebook. I'm one of the fucking millennials that still uses Facebook a lot. But uh, I said, I'm honestly confused about uh, it. I get the most engagement for more than one business and my personal shit on Facebook than I do anywhere else. Um, And I posted, like, how much liquor do I have to sell to be a booze baron? (laughs) Booze baron, technically, if you, like, look up the definition, it was, like, implying bootleggers and stuff, which, like, works with my, you know, persona. (laughs) I'm kind of breaching the...
1: You, know, you can I mean, do a lot of bootlegging these these days. It's, no. it's too easy it alcohol is it's too easy e- yeah, it's too easy. When you decriminalize and organize the distribution of a product, uh, it takes about twelve to fifteen years for the the um, black market. For the black market to kinda of die out. Yeah. So bootleg liquor is gone. Is long gone. Yeah. By like forty well, years. And
0: and people still make bootleg quote 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 quote. quote liquor where they sell it to their friends for five dollars a bottle, right? You right. Know what I mean? But it's but not
1: it's not an industry. It's not an industry. It's not organized, it's not sophisticated. But
0: marijuana in Canada just became legal, what, four years ago?
1: Something like that. That is still a giant industry, the illegal yeah. marijuana. Yeah, they just shut down that plant. That was like they had a storefront, they had a delivery service, oh, uh, they had a website. What was it, Doctor Doctor
0: Weed or something? Doctor
1: but like they were, oh, yeah, they, <laughs> they got, they got here's, shut down because they got inspected. Like, Oh, no, here, here, yeah, here's
0: a, here's a, so this was a marijuana delivery service that you could order from. They had a fucking website that took credit cards yep. and delivered to you. But the, the, the thing was you had to have someone refer you, right? You couldn't get in. There was a password. And you had to have someone refer you to get in.
1: Right.
0: Now, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, they're exclusive, whatever. What we learned five years later was it was because it was a fucking illegal operation that just got
1: huge. In plain view, yeah. No, and
0: then they fucking, they shut down their main warehouse. They seized, like, five tons of marijuana, 75 computers, like, fucking hundreds of thousands in cash... And I'm reading the police report, and I'm like, "Wait, that was an illegal business? I know a hundred people that use that shit." Like, yeah, and it
1: was like professional packaging. No, and
0: one of my like friends who used labels. one of my friends who used to use them thought it was legit. Yeah, like, they're like, "Well, how was I supposed to pay on PayPal with a fucking credit card?" And they're an illegal business. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: indiscernible. Yeah. Like, yeah. fantastic setup, but I mean it. Certainly did not last forever, and I'm I, the police were probably looking at that for a while and be like, hmm, trying to build a case, right? What's the best way to bring that down? you yeah. are like, oh, you don't have a license yeah. because now it's legal. Yeah. So they no, don't have. They don't even have to prove like distribution model, or whatever, like illegal activity. They're like, oh, here's activity. Yeah. You don't have a license. Yeah, because when they when they legalized everything, those it it got
0: worse. It got worse for people because. We had a ton of, um, like, head shops and and marijuana shops that were in the, quote, gray market. Yeah. Where they were doing, like, a medical marijuana thing, but they weren't really doing it legitimate, but it wasn't in the law that they couldn't do it. It was this whole thing, very popular in Vancouver and in British Columbia where they were doing all these things. But when they legalized marijuana, they put in the legislation, here's what legal is, here's what illegal and they, they put it all in writing and then they were able to shut down all these,
1: all these extra places. So here's why, and I've argued with many a boomer about this, legalize and decriminalize... Two different things. Number one, decriminalize. Decriminalize is what we want. Yeah. Legalize... It means it's regulated, means it, it can, government it controls. Can, right. It, it can happen, it doesn't need to happen. But decriminalize needs to happen. Decriminalize just
0: means that you can't get in trouble for doing drugs, buying drugs, having drugs. Right. Yep.
1: I believe that needs to happen across all drugs. Agreed. Agreed. Period. Yeah, agreed. And legalize the ones that are whatever forefront. Sure. Like let's say cocaine at the clubs. If yep. you didn't have to worry about overdosing or fentanyl or yep. any of that shit, like cocaine's not that bad of a thing.
0: Not really, right? Not
1: much worse than any other shit. Not worse than alcohol. Right.
0: Alcohol is gonna fuck up your liver before cocaine fucks up your
1: lungs. Maybe you rot your teeth, but hey, so does smoking. Yeah, exactly. So... Well, it's
0: so weird that we've picked as a society what's okay and what's not.
1: Right. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's political.
0: Yeah. Well, 100%. Yeah.
1: Which we both disagree with. What? So, the politicization of which drugs are okay.
0: Yeah, fuck off. Shrooms? They're plants. They're safe. Okay. The, the why are why is marijuana okay now? Like, and I know if you live in the states, a lot of states, or you still um, go to jail for right different around. or or different places in the in the world, marijuana is still illegal. But in Canada, marijuana is legal and not only legal but destigmatized. Yeah. Grandparents are fucking smoking marijuana. Like, no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah. But why is all the arguments that you have to make marijuana legal, why are you not applying that to psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah, because they are—they gr- just grow wild. And they're, still they're fucking natural. Category three. Like, and they, yeah, they're just as bad as fucking meth. Like,
1: it's not. No, no, no. As far as law, is. but it's not. Obviously. Not even. But no, not, no, even, but like, not even close. Why are
0: they not the same as marijuana? Fuck off!
1: Right, like. They aren't woke.
0: Well, and then like cocaine, like I don't know if you have ever seen videos of people processing cocaine. Mm-hmm. It sure it's a plant, but they fucking use gasoline and fucking a bunch of other shit to process it. Like it's yeah. bu- it's bad. Well, like, I know I'm that yeah. right. Right. <laughs> um, but fucking psilocybin mushrooms, you pick them and take them, like you know.
1: Yeah, put in some tea.
0: Yeah. So. I Yeah, we're, I think, both on the very... Specific. We digress.
1: Drugs are good. Drugs are good. Have you tried them? Drugs? Yeah. Yes. They're good. All of them. I've tried pretty much every drug. <laughs> black. Ta- it's like the black tar heroin so, for white people. It's like, black wait, tar heroin
0: for white people. Wait, black tar heroin is, is
1: for white people. Black tar heroin yeah, for white yeah, people. Yeah,
0: yeah. We've never done black tar heroin. No. Regular heroin. Sure. Also no. I don't want to snitch on myself too much. So before we put ourselves in jail by talking any more about drugs,
1: if you enjoy this rhetoric, subscribe to the podcast or vote Willows or fuck off.
0: What you? Stop. There are fans, Tyler. We like them. Yeah. So I like uh, you. <laughs> anyway, uh, my, my name is
1: Willows. And my name is Tyler.
0: And uh, thank you for listening to Alcohol Beyond This Point. Podcast. If you're listening to this podcast right now, can you please comment somewhere? Buy us some shots. Can you please comment somewhere where you're listening from? I uh, really appreciate that. And buy us um, some shots. You can follow me, Willows, V-O-T-E-W-I-L-O-W-S. Vote Willows on everything. Um, and Tyler is Tyler underscore the builder on Instagram, and he hasn't changed his other usernames, even though I keep telling him to.
1: I don't use enough social media.
0: And, uh, the podcast, if you're somehow listening to this and you don't follow us, I'll call Beyond This Point on Instagram, and alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook.
1: We promise not to spam you.
0: Yeah, we just post when we record new things. Um... We really appreciate it, guys. Like, uh, we really do, and we promise we will have mics in the next five episodes. Yes, maybe ten. Less than five. Okay, five. Or We're gonna less. buy mics. We've okay. we've committed. We're gonna spend the money. We're gonna buy some mics.
1: You're welcome. Yeah, in advance.
0: Um. So yeah, thanks to you for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Episode seventeen. This is a business podcast, after all. And Woo. um. That's my <laughs>